In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast fairy godmother is the one and only... Travis Rats. Travis Rats. Here on the Comic Exposure Podcast, we like comic books. Uh, we read some graphic novels or trades every other week, and we do like a comic book club with them. In between, we bullshit about comics, and this is one of those comic book club episodes. You are on uh, and listening... You probably know this. I mean, you clicked on the link. You probably know what you're listening to. Maybe you don't. Maybe you blindly stumbled onto this podcast somehow, uh, and you found us. Well, we're talking about comic books today. If you don't know, now you know, N-word. <laughs> and so, on the comic We're not podcast, starting this again. This no, we're not. It's this in. is good. That's in. Uh, on this podcast uh, today, we are talking about the Image Comic uh, I Hate Fairyland, Volume 1 by Scotty Young. Uh, some colors by a very French Canadian sounding man, Jean Francois Belly, which is good that you, pr- that you pronounce. Actually, pretty good, pretty good pronunciation, <laughs> and crucial to this book. Yes, crucial. We'll and then uh, Nate Picos, Picos on uh, lettering. Uh, but that's the book we're talking about today uh, on the podcast today. We have returning a, guests, a returning guests, three time guests. Yeah. Three, and it's three. Not, three time guest sounds really cool until you find out that it's my wife, and oh. then you're like, oh, you, su- you suckered her in three times. No, I like <laughs> it. I, here's here's my thing. Normally, we like to get someone who hasn't been exposed to the ideal guest is someone who's never been exposed to comics, uh, including Garfield, Calvin Hobbes, <laughs> none of this stuff. But uh, Gabby uh, can only probably count the number of comics that she's read on both her hands. She's got enough fingers one, to probably, probably count. One hand. Probably one hand. And here's my dream. My dream is to get Gabby so into comics, expose her so much into comics, uh-huh. that she's going to the store and buying single issues. And here's my dream scenario. She walks in the house. Honey, I'm home. And you're like, hey, babe, where you been? Um, uh, the comic book store? What? What do you, what do you mean? Well, the new Wonder Woman was out, so you went to the comic book store without me? And then a fight ensues, that's a true. <laughs> like the first domestic abuse call on comic books, the officers arrive, they just see, like, Josh knocked out, comic books all around him, and an action figure stuck somewhere I will not say. Yeah. That's what would happen, that's what would happen. I think we can get her there. I think we can get her there. Well, I'm, I thought this I'm was glad this be is more like um, an SNL, you know, like when you're a third time guest and it's kind of important. You, know, oh, you like think you're, you're John Goodman? No, like Steve Martin, you know. Steve yeah. Martin's been that thing like 13 yeah. times though. Once you like. Well, when all your guests bail out on you, and I kind of like, yeah. like swoop this in and is, help you guys out. SNL, I believe they call it the Seven Timers Club. So you got yeah. you got a couple do more I get episodes. A jacket, then? You do. You, you have to get a coat jacket. Green. A hoodie. Yeah. I had a comic exposure you had a hoodie. Comic exposure hoodie. Instead of just sweet. sharing T-shirts with me, that's what you're <laughs> <laughs> you're get true. A, uh, hoodie. So my wife is the guest today. My wife. My wife. <laughs> and sh- the, how many times can we? Work that old uh, <laughs> reference into this podcast. Yeah, oh, baby. Sure, a lot. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Gabby. Yeah. If that is your real name, uh, this is the third time you're on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've made you read three comic books. Uh, I believe you've read one other one for on the Giants, own? right? On your own. Mm-hmm. I Kill Giants for the class. Her was really good, and I haven't read it. It is amazing. I think I might have an I, extra copy if you want it. It's mm-hmm. upstairs in the kids' loft. Yeah. Um. So. 
I'm gonna. We always ask guests. Wait, which one did I? Which one did I read? You read Bitch Planet. Oh, Bitch Planet. And and She-Hulk. She-Hulk. That's right. And okay. Then and I hate Fairyland. The trifecta. And um, we will. We'll see. We'll see where Gabby sits on this. Uh, she finished it today. Okay. Um, great we, sign, as always. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she she's she's filling in. She came in. Yeah. She's, she's, filling, she, in she's filling in for us. But, I could have finished it a couple days ago, but I didn't. I will say this. I will say this. I'm excited to see what she thinks because when I read this book. Um, I was like, I had someone in mind for it, uh, and I'd already said, oh, I want you to be on this podcast. Then I read it, and I was like, Gabby really should be on this podcast. <laughs> because this character in this book is like Gabby's social media presence. <laughs> like, if you could incarnate, like, Gabby's <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and just, like, her general, like, online presence. I'm like a and incarnate eight-year-old it. girl. Like, you're like an... You're an eight-year-old girl. A four-year-old girl stuck in the hero's body. <laughs> who's just angry... About stuff, I can you know what I can understand that I did. I kind of did feel a kindred spirit to this character. And Lily, what were you? And asking? I was equally as annoyed by her as I am by my own self. Well, literally, what were you asking for before the podcast? What were you? What were you uh, being cranky about? We're all drinking beers here. Yeah, I wanted ice cream. <laughs> I guess like, that's true. I was like, like, I was Josh. like, I was like <laughs> do you want a beer? And she's like. No. no. I want ice cream. I want ice cream. Ice cream. Ice and, cream beer. And my empty bowl is sitting right next to me. Uh, so, Gab, um, whatever Gabby wants, she's going to get she's it. She's going to get it, whatever Gabby. It's a little no, no effects reference. All right. So, um, you're, here we go. Let's start this wait, thing. I think we should okay. do like a variation on okay. the exposure question. Okay. 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 So, we're, you're four comics in. Are you understanding your husband more? No. Okay. That doesn't help okay. at all. Let's get to the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping that would go somewhere. Hasn't gone anywhere. No, like when you like, um, like, is it? Here's what I do understand. I think it's hard to talk to people who um, don't read comics. When I just did this, um, the Agreed. graphic novel again in my senior class, it was not the 102 class. It was just a regular senior English class. And they just didn't. They didn't respond to it as much as I had wanted them to um, until the end. You know, of course, then they're like, oh, all this stuff happened and now we can talk about this. But they're just kind of um, I think I think some people can be very dense to the idea of visual, I guess, argument, rhetoric and storytelling, unless it's not on the TV. Which, as an educator and adult, you're like, oh, uh, like, for example, a lot of, like, publishers are doing this. They're sticking, like, Shakespeare uh, comics in their their curriculum, right? Yeah. Uh, it, like, comes with the book now. Yeah. It's like, it was before, like, something you could, like, find. If you're a cool teacher, you might go out and find a version of that. <laughs> yeah. Now they actually have people And you know do that because you work for a textbook <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm, I'm, co- I'm going back, <laughs> back into, into the fold. classroom and I'm um, just left. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that you see is like, no, 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 don't do it. There's a bunch of, you don't have to create something just for that. There's, yeah. it, it's lame. It's it become like, it's like, oh, I feel like teaching a comic book to um, uh, students you would get that, like, oh, like, do you feel like that? Their students, are like, oh, comic book, like. I had a kid ask me, like, what's the legitimacy of you teaching us this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, well, I hate those kids. <laughs> in my head, like, you dick. You know, yeah. I was just like, well, it, basically, you guys are inundated with visual argument all the time, and you need to understand how to decipher what that looks like. Right. Because you guys are sucked into, I'm like, look at you right now. You're just a walking Tilly's ad. Yeah. Like, yeah. could you not be more susceptible to visual um, media? <laughs> right. And I said, so digital and visual, visual media is what 
I think our kids are going to be exposed to even more because of the, the speed of Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter. It just happens so quickly that they have to learn how to discern fast. Yeah. What, well, what's what's worthy and what's not. Well, how often now do we respond in text with gifts and memes? Just <laughs> all images. The, just all images the time. the words. And they, cause, because they, in some ways they, can, they convey emotion and attitude more. Like if you have a, a gift that has, you know, like F you on it, but it's got like, I don't know, Willy Wonka giving the little finger. Like, right. oh, it's just like a funny F you. Right. <laughs> this, totally. isn't like, this isn't like I did something wrong. Yeah, no. I mean, we've sent um, lots of gifts back and forth to each other. And, mm-hmm. and I think one of the, my favorite ones to send with just you is the cat giving the high five. <laughs> <laughs> it says so much about just the playfulness of it, you know? That and Parks and Rec gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Office gifts. So, and anything with the, the C word in it. The yeah. see you next Tuesday <laughs> It's like, not mature. I like you said. I like that you censored that for the podcast. I like. I appreciate that. Uh, you tone. You tone it down for us. Um, so I am a mother, <laughs> Travis. Do you want to? You want to give the rundown of what the book's about? You want to? You want to give? Yeah, the, sure. The this brief is uh, 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 Scotty Young's uh, creator own piece um, with some of the uh, colorists that Josh has mentioned earlier. Um, I hate Fairyland follows Gertrude. Uh, a young girl who gets sucked into this Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz-like world, uh, where she is confused at first, but given the mission that all young kids sucked into these fantasy worlds are given, a quest. Mm-hmm. All right, That's how this book opens up. A few pages later, we fast forward to the future, uh, and she is now 40 years old. <laughs> she has not aged a day. She still looks like a six-year-old. Uh, and she has been stuck on this fairyland quest for uh, over 30 years. And her attitude reflects that. Uh, The way an adult might find uh, Dr. Seuss or Wizard of Oz obnoxious uh, at at 40 or 50, when a six-year-old would find it great, Gertrude is taking on that perspective. uh, And she is equipped with guns and battle axes to help her along the way, finishing her quest in Fairyland with all the disillusionment of a 40-year-old. Yes, fantastic. That was a really good recap. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, Something you should. about like, one of my old department heads in the room, <laughs> I set my game up. Your old boss? <laughs> old boss is in the room? Uh, now everyone's boss. <laughs> so this story right here, um, let's start with the main character, Gertie. Let's, Gertie. Sta- let's start with Gertrude. Um, when you call her Gertie, it reminds me of E.T. Gertie, Gertie. I think that that's why she might be called Gertrude. Maybe. Because Scotty Young is our age, and she's got those ringlets. Yeah, uh, she does have those little, those cute little ringlets. I think maybe a good way to open it up talking about Gertie is that uh, I will say this: um, I feel that this is image. This is the image book, right? Yeah. Image and and Scotty uh, Young need to be talking to Hot Topic about getting this into Hot Topic stores because this book and this character just scream Hot Topic to me. Oh, like, yeah. Not in a negative way, but no. just like you put merchandise. This, yeah, merchandising. I Stickers. see merchandising. Yeah, exactly. Because keychains, backpacks. You this image. I mean, the, the one of the reasons that uh, I, I I actually bought this book at a Barnes and Noble at a live bookstore <laughs> because the cover grabs you. Mm-hmm. This character, uh, uh, Gertie here, Gertrude, like her design as a character is just like. I gotta see what this is about. Um, she has what the kids call aesthetic. Yeah, she has aesthetic. She's, yes. got, she's got panache. Um, a, the the she's cover like bad Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> exactly. No, that's a great way of describing it. Or like the the girl in Wreck It Ralph, but a little bit yeah. more psychotic. Dark. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. That would that would be a great um, uh, voice. I guess she can't do that. She can't do both. What's her yeah, name? she could. 
She'd be fantastic Sarah to voice Sarah, Sarah Silverman. Silverman. She is Sarah Silverman. Sarah, yes. yes. She'd be a fantastic voice. Or like uh, Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. Janine Garofalo might be perfect. Yeah. She's a little two, older. Those are two good ones. Those are two classic ones. Um, yeah. So uh, you're, you're, you said that you, you love and hate this uh, uh, little girl slash old woman. Yeah. Well, okay. So my favorite book in here was the second one. And because it was just so like slapsticky kind of silly with mm-hmm. the head on the table the whole time. Right. Yeah. And um, I, I thought that was hilarious. The bar talk, like, yeah, the bartender who's a giant bear with polka dots and stuff. And then I read book three and then I was like, I'm done. And I put it down because I just didn't know. It just seemed like it was kind of getting a bit monotonous for me until the end. And then. <laughs> well, okay. So we're. But you, I, yeah. I, you know, she did. I don't know. I guess because I could, there's no other. I was trying to think in my head as my son's taking a shower tonight. Like, what other words could you use in in lieu of an actual swear word for the f word? Right. Because fluff yeah. came up like a ton. Yeah. And I was like, I'm kind of tired of fluff. Like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. think of another word for this one. Right. Right. So, I say fudgy the whale all the time. That's yeah. Go to. Well, I think F-word. I think we're getting into. Um, I maybe bring it back and talk about this, it back. this, this yeah. story. This the mm-hmm. like the, yeah. the essence of the story. Uh, this is very much, I would say, more of a romp than a st- like an actual like story. Yeah, it's- you, Gabby's right. There is a break in the middle where it's just let's let's stall our wheels and just mm-hmm. explore the world as opposed to move this quest. Like what's going to happen forward? I thought it made a really great, um, quick. It was kind of like I said, is this a is is this like a series, and or is this a because this should be a graphic novel on its own, you know. So I, I don't know where they're planning on going after this, um, and I'm I'm slightly intrigued because now her bitterness is going to be like tenfold. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. But there was a point where I was just like, okay, so she's just killing and she's maiming, and you know that's all that they're doing, and I didn't see much else. But the interaction with her and the uh, the queen Claudia, mm. I thought that that was a really that was good. It was like it's like female empowerment on both sides. Like you're good and right. you're evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you're both just equally pissed at each other. Yeah. So I I liked that because it wasn't just like Glinda and, and you know the good witch and the bad witch and you know Dorothy in the middle type of thing. It was like this real honest. Um, like I'm so mad that you haven't left this place yet, and I know I can't hurt you. And she's like, I know you can't hurt me, you know. So it was like this real, just like it was a very childish argument. It was almost like between sisters. Or like, I, I like. think of like two women working in the same office, <laughs> yeah. and like they, they, they're both like peers in that office. So it's just like, and then one of them at the end gets advanced, and yeah. you're like, oh man, now this one's the boss. Um, yeah, it does. It does have that same feel of like where you, and especially because you can't really cuss anybody out in this book. It's just like this. It reminds me of that one um, gum commercial, you know, with the French toast, you know. Like, oh, yeah, 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 Like, they come up with all those different swear words for it. And we have to, I have to do that a lot in front of, you know, my own child. So right. I, I sympathize with that. Yeah. And <laughs> Not being able to get to those points. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Scotty Young in an interview talks about, you know, the creation of this book. And he talks about a lot about the idea that since he had kids, hey, Scotty Young's been working in the comic book business for about 15 years now. He started when he was like 21, 22, working for Marvel. And now he's like in his mid-30s. And he's, this is, uh, you know, his DC project. And, um, you know, he wrote this very Eisner award-winning um, comic on Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, really beautifully done art. 
But he talks about this idea came to him. It's been percolating for a while. When he had kids, of course, you consume so much kid media. Dora <laughs> the Explorer, uh, Wizard of Oz, Dr. Seuss. And he says, you know, you get to see kids experience that from the first time, the joy of going into these worlds like Alice in Wonderland. And then he said he was, he was um, drawing one day another book, and he loved Alice in Wonderland as a kid, so he put the audiobook tape on there. And he was listening to it while he penciled. And he got so frustrated with how just scatterbrained and annoyingly confusing and puzzling this child's story was mm -hmm. that he couldn't even, like, work. He's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and so he looked at – he started looking at uh, children's media for a different lens and hence the idea of what would happen – if, if you, you put, were stuck there? Yeah, and you, you had to consume this all the time. Uh -huh. I have my nephew staying with me, and so it's Toy Story 24-7. Which, yeah. which is a, a movie yeah. I love. Yeah. Not so point. much anymore. Not so much anymore. I can't stand it. I've seen that movie probably about 40 times in the last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it's a very relatable seed of where this book yeah. comes from. So, Josh. What do you think the purpose of this book is? We were talking about, Gabby was talking about how maybe it lacks some um, move, momentum of story there in the middle. It picks up at the end. We always talk about what's the purpose of this book and like the different genres. So I, what, I, was, what was your feelings coming into this once you realized, oh, did you have that oh moment where you're like, this is the type of book it's going to be? I think I just, I like, I took it for what it is. It's like a bubblegum sort of uh, slapsticky goofy ride right like this is scotty young you said like, it was fun i thought it was fun and it's so scotty young goes you don't want to let you like if image goes you can do whatever you want scotty young do whatever you want mm -hmm. you want to you you make up whatever batshit crazy world you want and go have fun in it and there and i think that's i think that's what he did is he i don't know what the purpose is but after hearing you talk about that interview with him i think it's like probably a very good um to bring the response Satire. to Yes, it's like yeah. a response. To parent angst. Yes, yeah. to being a parent. And Renner, when we... Okay, so that movie... Renner's your son. Renner's my son. When Wreck-It Ralph came out, uh, Renner was obsessed with Wreck-It Ralph. And we had mentioned it earlier because this character kind of reminds you of you know the, the, the lead girl in there. protagonist girl in it. Uh, and we watched that movie, and I am not kidding you, every day mm -hmm. for a month. Oh, Probably more every, yeah, than like every single day we watch that movie, and it's a good movie. <clears throat> but there becomes a there becomes a like a point when you're like, I just watched Ralph would like, I wish Ralph would just destroy everybody, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I wish yeah. he would just punch, yeah. just punch everybody to death. And I, I I can see like if that sort of Scotty's if this is so, Scotty's sort of um, I've had to watch Dora the Explorer so many times, and this is what I'd like to do. I'd like I'd like to rip the map apart and like exactly what we talked about like in this interview. Punch a yeah, punch yeah, yeah, a yeah, hole yeah. in the backpack. Like I totally I totally get it's this. lamb chops. Play along. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna come. I'm gonna strangle the puppet. You're just a puppet. But like you think about when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, lamb chops, and then when yeah. it's done, this is the song that never. And ends. your parents yeah. are sitting there like, at least he's quiet for uh -huh. thirty minutes while he's watching it. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I I can totally get that. I, I see that how that. How it is a response to that, um, but I thought I, it's a fun bubblegum story that <laughs> dark. But it's like yeah, like a dark bubblegummy story. It's a, but it's a really good juxtaposition. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So the story in and of itself is very dark. If I'm just reading it out loud, and in my head I don't see these images, but when you when you read the book and you see the art that goes along with it, 
I mean, it's a visual journey in and of itself, but it's a good juxtaposition between something that would be very sweet and then with the colors and the pop and the kind of like the, the aesthetic of all the characters versus the storyline that's going on. Cause it is like, it's messed up. It's yeah. The storyline is <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but I think you're right. I think I, it, I, I read things like this sometimes when people take two genres or two different styles and kind of mash them up mm-hmm. and I always get angry. I'm like, Oh my God, why has no one done that before? Right. Like why haven't we seen some kind of like adult swim version of this mm-hmm. or some, some kind of I think you're seeing it in that new movie that's coming out with uh, Seth Rogen where they're all like uh, oh, the hot dogs and, the stuff, hot dogs and yeah. stuff like that yeah. I think I think that's like a dark take on it yeah. um, uh, and I was like this this is a good IP this is a good intellectual property to own mm-hmm. yeah because you're 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 treading territory where I think uh, a lot of artists are like oh that's great oh yeah. how great would it be to be Scotty Young, come up with a, this idea and get to play with these tropes, yeah, uh, and get to mix uh, uh, mix them up. Yeah, you know what? It was a, a like you're right, Gab. When you when you like take the idea of like this little girl has been stuck here for this long and she's violent and curses and like she murders murders everybody like in sick in sick yeah. ways and like and bites, plays with their bodies yeah bites the heads off mushrooms and like relishes the fact that she's doing it like and now I'm eating them I'm eating your cops <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she does like the like third person narrate her her, yeah. her her violence yeah she does so what do you um Gab Travis said that he, he, this character reminded him of you. And so I want your... And I don't know if I'm offended That's what or... I want your personal... Like, you just said, like, oh, I guess I can see myself in that. And mm-hmm. that might be why I don't... Why, like, I both love and hate parts of this character. So what do you... Uh, what what would you say your... Um, what's your thoughts on that? What, what, do you, what do you think about being compared to a violent, foul-mouthed... Well, I can definitely see that. I mean, <laughs> given our conversations in the year that we worked together, I'm sure um, I I think we all have those, like, very dark thoughts. Um, I, I don't mind her character. I think, like, I feel bad for her character. There's a, a sense of, I just feel like that has to suck. And then right. I was like, I kind of felt bad because I was like, she hasn't been home yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what about her family? You but know, the best but part is so she doesn't stupid. miss it. She doesn't. She's, she's not like I'm. Like, I there are a mom. few moments where you like she's like she's more like I miss getting like laid. I never like <laughs> lost my virginity and stuff like that. Like she's just like you know I never get to see nine hundred two and zero. But I thought the interesting thing about this was she's been in this world, but she makes so many pop culture references right. that she would have missed out. Why is like how does she know how to operate a weapon? Like what yeah. what twisted. Because we miss a giant part of her. It's yeah. like either she's really young, but we don't get any indication of what has led her to be just... As jaded as she is. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I, I do um, see that idea of being jaded because I, I know that I can definitely be that like cynical, sarcastic, and mean person. Um, that's, that's like your alter ego. Gertrude, Gertrude is like your alter ego. It's like, you know, like I you wouldn't want to see me angry. I think we all have a little bit of Gertrude in us. Um, I really like the little guy that flies around with her. 
like it, it's yeah. like her Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket, Cricket. Yeah. yeah, or his or Josh Buckley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the little fly that <laughs> I don't know. He's questionable too. So what's his name? I love that character. He's probably my favorite character. Larry, in here. is it Larry? I think it is. Yeah, Larry, yeah. Larry. It is Larry. Um, I, I I want him played by the late great the guy who played um uh in Roger Rabbit the detective. Oh, uh, the main um, guy. God, what's his Haskins? name? Haskins? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Bob, Bob Haskins. Haskins. Yeah, yeah. Haskins. He'd be, Haskins, yeah. He would be a great... Rest in peace. <laughs> He's dead? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's why I haven't seen him in anything Boo. lately. I'll stop the podcast for Downer. you to cry and mourn. <laughs> <laughs> was he murdered by Axe? He was. He was murdered by Axe. You know, I think about... Re- I read this as a trade... But I think I like this book because it's fun. It's a fun book to uh, uh, read, and I like seeing how they play with like uh, uh, the tropes of like the caterpillar mm-hmm. yeah. and the there's like Care Bears in here. Um, but I think that uh, uh, what was I going to say? I wonder what it would be like in single issues. In I single think it'd be great because they are they're very they're framed very well. Let's yeah. talk about how each one of these books opens up, which is one of my favorite running jokes throughout this whole trade. At the beginning that of the every narrator, what the narrator dies, yeah. that we kill the narrator every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's a it's a hilarious sort of thing that like every time that there's a new narrator and they're like I don't even know what's going on, right? They're like, terrified. <laughs> yes. They're terrified <laughs> that they're going to be the next one to go. It's it's a really funny it's a really funny way to do it. To actually, because it reminds you of children's programming, right? It yeah. reminds you of a Disney movie where there's always a Jimmy narrator. Cricket, yeah, 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 yeah There's yeah, a yeah. narrator at the beginning of it telling you, like, in a faraway land. Yeah, you know, my favorite Disney narrator, the Rooster from Robin Hood. That's a good one. There's a gift on that now. She would turn him into fried chicken. She (laughs) would. And she she would would eat him. totally kill him. You send me that gift. You send (laughs) me that gift. It's like five minutes long. Oh, I want it. I love Roger. But, you know, I think that that's that's a great way to open everyone. And in everyone, there's like a giant, there's like a time jump, like you miss something in everyone. And that's both like, it's both hilarious and he's like, eh, it doesn't matter. And, but it's also, like, frustrating. You're like, oh, how did she defeat the barbarian? Right. Like, there's a giant barbarian with giant nipples. Did you see how big, oh, his, yeah, yeah, how yeah. big his nipples are? They're like baby they're like bottles. baby bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they're like the three-inch rivets that held the Titanic together. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> oh, an homage. And then uh, there's this, this, like, oh, no, he's dead. Don't worry about it. That happens so many times. It's like a real kind of, like, um, there's a lot of, like, eh, it doesn't matter attitude in this comic right right and, it, and it's both like it's partly frustrating because you're like well, i want to know how did that happen but then the wild sort of ride continues again yeah she's just murdering someone else yeah but yeah but i think because it's framed that way every time it really makes for single issues nice because you yeah it's, it's a very right. self-contained and because they set up like a kid's book i i had it out i was looking at it today it's trying to find my best favorite panel and again my nephew's staying with me he's about to be three and, like, I opened it up, and the colors just, oh. like, grabbed me. He's like, what's this? And, of yeah. course, being the responsible uncle I am, I'm like, this is a story of Gertrude. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I take Flipping him through <laughs> through the, the, the pages, and it is, like, a kid's book. Yeah. Like, you could you – could, and so that's why I think that single – I, I, I kind of want to take it up in single issues just because, um, one, we'll talk about the art in a little bit. I love the art in it, but um, – uh, two, it's it's kind of like my, an adult bedtime story. Yeah, you know, I I kind of I've gotten used to 
you know, I I do read single issues. You don't read as many as I do. I think you just got you actually just did your. We just talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, getting you, back into it. How you read some single issues for the first you time? You don't think I'm gonna stick? You don't think I'm gonna stay with I, it? Do no, you? here's what I know. I know that digital comic books has just changed your life. Yeah, it has. Like it, it took like four years for you to finally find them, but I think digital comics it's, it's changed my bank account. It's changed. And I also feel like I have to go buy like a iPad or like a Kindle oh, yeah. to read it on yeah. because this MacBook it's nice, but it ain't cutting it. No, I can't see the whole page no, at once. You, you got no bueno. You need a tablet to do it. Um, but there's part of me that likes it because these five issues are a straight up story. Straight right? up now story. It's, Do you really want to like, love me forever? It's got a beginning. It's got a middle. It's got an end where if this was it, and I think originally it was just supposed to be this, this mini, or it was supposed to be these five issues, but now it they're... A, it does have a clear ending. Yeah, and but now there's like a long... It's going to be an ongoing series. It wasn't supposed to be an ongoing series at first, and now it's going to be. Issue six just came out two weeks ago, I think, at, at time of recording this. Two weeks or a week ago. Uh, and so it's kind of like... There's part of me that goes, would it be enough? Is it like... Oh, I guess it's like so saccharine sweet that you might not want... Every month might be good. Yeah, but, I don't even know if every month. I mean, I think, I, I think this book... I think your book sells well. Yeah. I think it hits a lot of demographics in comics. Yeah. When we were at Con this year, I saw this trade, like, like out front. Yeah. In just about all the booths. Um, and uh, this is something that... It's not superhero. It, it plays off of whether you like comics or not. It's We'll, we'll talk later about who would you recommend this to, but... Um, it's... It's just... It was just I... I I, I I know I've I've gone on like another books like God Hates Astronauts, which is silly for the sake of yeah. being silly. I, I didn't like that. Uh but this is silly for the sake of being silly and I do like it. Well there's and a I was story trying, I was here. trying to think You're about trying to reconcile it. I was trying to reconcile it. Um and Well there is a theme in this book. And yeah. also I I maybe it's you know, humor is so subjective and it really depends on the author. I think Scotty Young's funny. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was, I I, turned, I would laugh at the di- He writes comedic dialogue really well, which is really like, tough. When to the do. password is pizza, I was like, <laughs> 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 okay. pizza. Yeah, I mean, we we've all sat down and yeah. and written stuff, uh, and it's easy to write, you know, Burkowski s prose, you know. Right. But it, not easy, but it's it's like it's more. But to write to write comedy without performing it and have people laugh at it is really tough. Yeah, because how do you know what lands and what doesn't? And it helps that he has visuals, and it helps that his style is cartoony to sell those jokes. But the jokes are funny, Mm -hmm. and the bits are funny. Um, And so that that I found really enjoyable. So speaking of these bits, uh, what's your favorite uh, uh, bit in here? Like your favorite encounter that Gertrude has? Not favorite panel. But just favorite, it might it might coincide. We'll talk about panels my favorite. Later. My favorite encounter is the one that she has at the bar with the deadhead, um, with the bartender in book two. Yeah, that is a um, great one. I, like I do think that this whole scene, and it's not because it's like artistically done that well, but it's like she's kind of drunk mm-hmm. and she's just lost her. She's lost it, right? She just murdered this guy that came after her, and she's keeping his head. And she keeps moving it around to talk to people. <laughs> it's like grabbing it by the spinal cord. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then like she shoves it in front of the, the the frog's face, like you know the frog prince, right? You know, and uh, and I just think it's funny. Like you get a bit of a sense of her humor, yet her like absolute part of being like desolate 
and like hopeless in and a sense. horny kind of too. Yeah, she, uh, she goes when when the frog runs out, she's like, "Mr. Head, I think you're salting my game." Yeah. <laughs> and then the fly goes, or maybe it's, uh, or maybe they're not into the fact that you look like an eight year old. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like He's little. He's very goofy... dry. Larry yeah. is very dry in his humor, and it's <laughs> such love. a good like. He's a really good heart to her. He's like a good foil. Yeah, yeah you like, said it earlier. The dynamic is really good. Her response is, I'd love to hear more about your theories, but right now I'm throwing up inside my soul watching you drink your own dirty pee bath beer. And I feel like that's something I would say to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Just some normal, you know, at work. It's so fo- It's so great because there is, in uh, Larry and Gertrude, there is that back and forth, almost like Abbott and Costello. Well, very uh, yeah, couple you type know, of thing. Um, Tommy Boy and yeah, uh, that's what like. Like, like I can bitter. actually hear you getting fatter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but at the end, like the Larry's, Larry's got her back. Larry's got her back, except for when she goes like, <laughs> he's like, I'm peace on air. Yeah, I'm good. But like because he knows that she can handle it. You know, yeah. and so I, I like, I really like that relationship. And then she's like, oh, thanks for coming back. Like when I'm about to win. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just pop back in when it's convenient. But it's like they have this cool little thing together. I'm going to put a tab in the foil because we're going to talk about her true foil in a little bit. Okay. Um, let's, let's go to I, your I think, favorite part. I think my favorite part is, because uh, it's kind of spread out, but it's where she goes to, uh, well, what's his name? The uh, demon D- guy. Dark. Dark death. Death. Darketh Dead Death. When she goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When she goes to Darketh Dead Death's place, and so she's like, I he he like that's you get that beginning, and then he throws her into the pit, and while he's throwing her into the pit, she's she's flipping him off. Like she does that so much in the book, but there's just sort of like deadpan, like I hate you. Like he says, eat a dip, <laughs> eat, a dip. <laughs> eat, a, eat a dip, and then it goes like into her later on, a couple pages later, it goes into how she got through all of the trials in there. And uh, he goes, Gertrude, you dare enter my domain and insult me by killing my hordes. You are like the daughter I never had. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. And this is like this super sort of like sweet moment yeah. where like she's met someone like just kindred as, spirit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a kindred yeah, yeah. spirit with the demon of yeah. this of this But he land, has powers. <laughs> right? This demon of the land. And so that was that was kind of a fun they, little thing they for They play her. with ter- uh, page <laughs> reveals really well in this. Yeah. Like, to sell jokes. Not just yeah. to reveal a cool piece of art, but to sell a joke. Yeah. Uh, my favorite bit is the the one they let breathe a while is when Gertrude gets knocked out, um, <laughs> and she's literally um, uh, for one, two, three, four, five, six. This this was probably a really short yeah. issue to read single issues. Yeah. <laughs> like six pages, she's just knocked out cold, and Larry's setting up shop and starting a whole life. <laughs> he has a like he, he builds a house. Yeah, he's like married. <laughs> he gets married and divorced, Wait, and then he the burns that mother down. <laughs> you don't need no water. Like I'm I'm just sitting there, and I get to the end of this, and I'm just like laughing, and I and I turn back to pages and just, just look at it again like four yeah. times. And it's that kind I like of humor how she that grew makes a beard. It. Yeah, <laughs> like a curly hair. Like it got beard. so ridiculous, she grew a beard. Yeah, and these are just like like funny stuff. You know, I feel like this is one of the reasons I like this in single issues is because new comic book day is Wednesday, right? Yeah, um, worst day of the week. Like, was it be the worst day of the week? If you picked up one of these, I feel like it just brightened your day up. I would read it on the shitter, and I would laugh my butt off, and I'd be like, you know what? Wednesdays aren't so bad. Tomorrow's Thursday. We're on the back side of the week. Yep, Thank you, Scotty. Yeah, we're good. Uh, I think you're right. I think the other one that I think was really funny is when uh, it's early on where she meets – it's the mushroom cops. 
And she, like they're like, we are not these so-called heads of dick you speak of. <laughs> I just thought it was just like that is the biggest swear in the whole thing. Uh-huh. Like that's the dirtiest thing in all of it. You have all these like mushroom-headed cops, and she's calling them dickheads, and like that's probably the actual dirtiest thing in the whole book. Even though it's, I mean, dirty language-wise, opposed to everything else, but um, it was just it was that's a funny little bit early on. And she's just, like, tearing them apart, eating them. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. So there's no foul language except for dick in there, yeah. right? Um, ultraviolence, but it's cartoony. So what's the age group? What's When, when you let uh, uh, someone read this, like, what age? I know you let your daughter read this. Why are you hemming and hawing about this? No, it's like, she's. I'm not hemming and hawing at all. I just thought that, that would, like, that's the one... It's funny that that's the like the, it's the like the first issue, and then after that, it's very like flip in a, like you know fluffer nutter and stuff like that. But um, I, I like Grace, but she's like fifteen, so yeah, she's just sure. like, and, she, and you know, just yeah, not, it's not swearing them stuff. Like this, I don't so. know, I, I because I, it's not okay. So here's what I've learned about us as parents: um, we're the wrong people to ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like people, I have like friends who you know. Uh, like we went, we went to Jurassic World, and we took our five-year-old. Uh, we didn't preview it; we just wanted to go to it, and he loved it. So and WWF, like Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely WWE, NXT. Like but I was watching that at it. his age too. So. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think that there's. I mean, I don't know. I just I feel like we are now like the wrong people to ask because <laughs> I get parents will be like, oh, they'll give you like like you did. Oh really? You did that? I'm like. Yeah, but, like, he saw Jurassic Park, like, the original Jurassic Park when he was, like, three. So, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I think that there's a difference between, like, fantasy suspense and, like, a horror movie. I'm not going to sit down and watch Friday the 13th with him, but. I definitely don't. I, th- I think a five-year-old's way too yeah. young for this. I think that, like, a, I would say safely. 10, 11. Middle school. Yeah, middle, middle school. school. Middle yeah. school. But you know a teacher would freak out if oh, this God. ended up, like, out, you know, during SSR time, and a kid yeah. whips this out, you and it's like. six English teachers that would. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, yeah, if the, even seniors taking this out, they'd yeah. be like, what is this violent? And yeah. you think about, well, we teach our our kids in literature yeah. is so ridiculously violent. violent. Hamlet I mean, and Macbeth and. Oh, Othello, Othello killing his own wife, like, strangling her out, and, you know, all the death and the tragedy Oedipus. and everything else. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Oedipus. Um, but, so, I mean, I, I, guess, I, I guess I'm a little bit more real with my kids when it comes to, like, this is real, this is fake. Yeah, because and, that kind of stuff And exists. it's clearly fake. It's clear, yeah. that, that cartoony style makes it yeah. that way. And I think that um, when it comes to violence, I feel the same thing about, like, Tom kids and with Jerry sex. That's okay. <laughs> kids <laughs> with sex is, if you, if you keep them away from it, then you get the Catholic school school syndrome, like right. where like they're eighteen, they're on their own, they're gonna be have, there's gonna be like <laughs> out there post. a lot. <laughs> but, like I was a child, I watched like from a kid, I was watching four years old at WWF. I was watching, you know those, you know, and you G.I. never Joe murdered like anybody. That. Never murdered anyone. I've only shot a gun once in my life. Didn't enjoy it. <laughs> you, ne- I've never you gotten both, man. never gotten in a fight. You know, <laughs> you I do swear, I do spirits. swear like a sailor, but I was not allowed to swear in my house. No. Yeah, you know, and so that is probably the reason for it. So I think. <laughs> do your parents I, still yell at you for swearing in front of them now? No. Oh. I do. I get it. Like, okay, that's enough. Like, <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't like celebrate it. Like, well, how much are you swearing in front of your parents? I'm like, I'm almost forty years old. Like, 
you got to take me at my worst. You got to love me at my best. I, <laughs> I do. I do get very sweary when I talk about work. When I have because uh, yeah. you know your parents always ask you about yeah. work, and, and you're I'm like, like, you don't want to know. You're like, you're like, there's gonna be some swearing in this conversation. <laughs> and I was so this? pissed. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll this effing like, job. This. <laughs> my mom will be on the phone. My mom will be like, Gabrielle, that's enough. And I'm like, oh god. Thanks, How many mom. times do you say this bitch while talking about work? <laughs> and then this bitch. Yeah, fewer times now, so that's good. You are the bitch. <laughs> I, I turned into the bitch. We need to get you a hat, like rhinestone. <laughs> yeah. I'm the I'm bitch. HBIC. Uh, okay, we. I, I, I said we put uh, a tag in it, but let's talk about her, her foil. foil. Um, the uh, Happy? Happy. Happy. The, I, Dora, the, the very Dora the Explorer-esque Puerto Rican, loved, Dominican. And I loved her art. Her Some of her art is my favorite art in the book. It's so... It's so saccharine. It's so My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. It's just um, she's so doe-eyed, and yeah, except for that one, and that was one of my power, favorite it's ones. Super yeah, power, power girls. girls. Yeah, it's power, super power girls. And maybe that's why I kind of I kind of liked her a little bit. Was um, her her stature is a little power puffy, but uh, I I thought I loved her art when she came into the story. I thought it was great. And you know, you it, the the tendency where that's actually really cool that you you notice the difference and that means you know when you're reading comics you've got it to the stage where you're looking closely at that art because most people just see colors I will not come in this unprepared but, the, <laughs> but there's a there's a clear definition clear distinction in how he's drawing her lines uh, as opposed to some of the others you know yeah there's less creases in the face there's mm-hmm. less there's just less angst it's, just, it's that a it's very pure. clear distinction very good Gabby thank you <laughs> I can't wait teaching, to see what I can't wait to see visual visual Still not doing Saga issue, with you guys Issue 4 <laughs> Saga Volume 6 just came out babe you could catch oh, up with us yeah. that one just But you're right me. there is some great which when she when she goes off this uh, there's a spoiler at the end there is of course the confrontation between the two yep. um, and so it makes Happy when Happy goes off in the end uh, and like her, her violent twist um, she's sucking in the rainbow she does look she gets a little mean you know mm-hmm. um and there's some great, great scenes in the battle. And then she realizes that finally Happy doesn't get her way. Because this yeah. whole time, she's been making this quest thing look easy, oh, which yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, this was simple. I just did this and did that. And then look, I'm fine. And everyone was helping her along the way. And you get this <laughs> idea that like nobody helped. Yeah. helped Gertrude at all because she was just bitter jerk. from the beginning. There's a lesson in there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I like the. You I like gotta the be whole, a little happy and a little Gertrude. Yeah. yeah, I like the whole turn where it's just a reflection of what happened later. Like the floor is eating her again. Right. Yeah. So like the same thing that happened to Gertrude uh, is happening to you know happening to her while she's getting eaten by the floor. She's the help. The floor is eating me, and you know she gets sucked into it too. And so there's a sort of like callback to the very first page of the of the comic, and you see Gertrude get. Uh, less liney for like one page as she sees like going home. Yeah, she goes becomes a and, kid again. Yeah, and she becomes very childlike again. Uh, and then she goes back to and being the bitterness. A, sets the it bitterness. Back in. The bitterness takes over. Um, but I I think that that foil like having that really changed the story up again. Uh, it gave it something else to play with, right? So you've got. Okay, she's on this quest. It's not going very well. She's killing everybody. Can't find the key. Can't find oh. the key. Uh, and then you get this little girl who shows up and like is like automatically the... better than she is at all of it. But I, I really like Claudia because oh, you got a little Hispanic on there. That's Claudia. her name. That's Claudia. her name. She's a cloud. <laughs> cloud. cloud. Um, 
You're like Claudia. Claudia. <laughs> um, be- because she she's so tired of this girl, you know, being around. So it's like this. Uh, I don't know. It's it's this. It's all female, you know, kind of cast in this. That's just trying to like take each other down. Yeah, there is. There is that. There is. Yeah, there's those three female leads mm-hmm. are they, they all bring different a boy motivations. Into it. Yeah, about a girl into it, you know. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. No, that that there is a there is a female power dynamic in here. Like three different types of. There is the uh, aggressive one, mm-hmm. Claudia, the passive aggressive one. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then um, Happy <laughs> is just like the bubbly ditzy one. Yeah, you know. Uh, and that's basically you need one of every crew, right? They're for like a the drink, Golden for, Girls. For, for ah, right. I, I will got, do anything to come got, back to Golden Girls. Yeah, Blanche, Rose. Who else? Who's the other one? The dopey one, Dorothy. Dor- what? Or is Dorothy no right? Isn't that the one who's the Dorothy's one? Dorothy's not a dopey one. No, who's no, Blanche? Um, Blanche is a slut. That was from Rose. Saint, Rose. Rose is from Saint Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rose is is like happy. Yeah. And Betty that, White, right? Yeah, yeah, Betty White. And then I would say that um I don't know like a Blanche, Blanche is slutty. the slutty one and then the grandma the grandma. Well, B. Arthur. Dorothy. Yeah. B. Arthur is seriously. B. Arthur has come into way too many conversations this week. B. Arthur mm-hmm. is Claudia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like the like she's sort of reasonable, but she wants she to get acts her way. With logic, yes. But then she kind of freaks out once in a while. Yeah. Everything in the world comes back to Golden Girls. <laughs> there was a theme to that song. Thank you for, for being, being my friend. friend. I was just singing that a couple Traveling days ago. Road, did you see the one where again. they did uh, where they did Batman and Robin and they yeah. put them in the place of the Golden Girls? It was fantastic. No. They illustrated it. You yes. No. Okay, guys, I'm going to share Is it a you. GIF? It is not a GIF. It is a full video. Give that to me now. <laughs> now. <laughs> Gift me a GIF. Speaking of GIFs and images, let's talk about the art. We talked about it a little it's bit fantastic. already. Love uh, it. What did, you, what did you think was the best part about the art, Gab? Not, I'm not asking for favorite panel, but what was... If you could nail it down into what about this Scotty Young universe did you really... What about the art did you like? Instead of just it's fantastic, what it... <clears throat> well, I think he did a great job when we're looking at like an all-female cast here, right? So he took a lot of the femininity and brought that out, but it's not vulgar femininity. It's like, um, it's still kind of pretty, even though it's cartoony and totally exaggerated like Claudia's boobs, right? <laughs> yeah. So they remind me of like um, old uh, comic in the in the newspaper of like um what was that Beetle Bailey the comic strips yeah yeah, 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 where like the the um the uh, secretary lady had these just a giant rack like it just defied gravity (laughs) you know and I guess as a as a five year old like I'm like what the crap you know like (laughs) do those just come later or what happens you know um and then like with the I like with the some of the other characters even with you know you got like a gangster in here you you do have so there's so much just like that we take from pop culture um, and put into these things with, I mean, even just the characters, the background characters, I just feel like everyone has a lot of detail and a lot of thought brought, brought mm-hmm. into it. And so I appreciate that as, as somebody who's reading it and going through it, it they don't feel like they skimped on anything. And I, and I noticed that in other comics and, and graphic novels, and sometimes it's done for a purpose and other times I feel like it's just been rushed art. Mm. But um, I felt like everything was done very purposefully and, and it, and it looks like there was a lot of time taken with it. And I also liked how the it, the panels varied in the way that you read them. It kept me more interested. So sometimes you would go across two pages and sometimes mm-hmm. you go around one and you got your splash pages. And I thought that, that, that the outline of that was done really well. 
It's like they thought about how they were going to do this. Right. They measured out. Or he thought the, he was the bubble, there wasn't too much dialogue on each page. It, it, like, it landed well to the humor of it, yeah. Yeah. And like oh. you said, the, the jokes, you know, you kind of have to turn the page to get the joke type of thing. Yeah. So it was good. I think Scotty Young is, there is no one like Scotty Young right now. Mm-hmm. I think he's this, there's this special magical thing that he's created with his style that, that, that no one can... I think there are people who could mimic it, but it just there's something bizarrely authentic about how cute it is at the same time that it's not cute. It's like terrifyingly yeah, cute. Yeah, like terrifyingly. It's very Tim Burton-y, but like his own... But not Tim Burton. Yeah, you know what Just I mean? with like, the color and he's stuff. Run, he's run away with uh, sort of this style, and it's wonderful. Because most of the Scotty Young you see, I never read the Oz one. Right, is that what it was called? Yeah, that, that the art on that is just that's that's where I met Scotty. Yeah, I I never read that. I, I'd just seen all of his cover work, right? So I've seen yeah, yeah, his baby all of his editions, yeah, yeah, all of his like Avengers and X Men and Marvel, yeah. you know, cover stuff is fantastic. Um, this was great, and it never there's never a page where I was like, well, that's sloppy or that seemed rushed. Oh like, yeah, it's all it's yeah, it's all the yeah. whole way through. And the dude coloring this thing, I'm gonna t- like he and Scotty. You can tell that he and Scotty have worked on a lot of stuff together and they have if you go back and look at the back it talks about how you know he did wizard of oz with them he did rocket raccoon oh, yeah. with them he did giant size little marvel with them he did a bunch of these books together with them and the colors are fantastic yeah they are there are pages that every page pops mm-hmm. the palette he uses is this wonderful kitty cartoon palette um that is just great and it never it never lets up there's never anything dull about it uh, the art is just, it's wonderful the whole way through. And and Gabby, you had said, like, the all the little characters in the background. There are so many little background things. Like, in the beginning, uh, live nude grubs, right? right? They're, in the, they're in, like, the slug world. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, one of the places is, like, it, that's what it's, live nude grubs. And there's uh, there's all this stuff in the background that is just sort of, like, all the little characters... They're just, they're cute. But he they're got like, me at like grossly when, cute. When he killed the stars. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, wait a second. Did she just like murder all those stars? And they're like plummeting to Earth <laughs> yes. like, or to this land. They're like and they're falling just, stars. And they're, yeah. So it just takes this whole new look on falling stars as being murdered stars. And yeah. I thought that was like, I don't know. I thought it was clever. I thought it was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> There's all these like little, little cutesy, like, but also disturbing things about it <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I think I you know props to uh, Scotty Young for I know he's been around since like the early 2000s and he really you know doing a really cartoony style he survived the period in comics when that was nobody wanted no one, it no one wanted it I mean now we're much, becoming much more accepting of it it's yeah. just like whatever fits your story but you know those early two thousands, the mid two thousands. It was like we wanted like realism, or you know at least yeah. something. This was like the like far side of cartooning, and um, he was able to stick it out to a place where he can like really thrive now. And people are like they they go apeshit for those Scotty Young. No, the Scotty Young variants yeah. are, are huge. So what what would you say? What was your favorite part about his art in this, Travis? You know, um, I, I I do I like I, and I <clears throat> I have. I liked Scotty Young's cartooning before I started liking cartooning. Like I said a couple episodes ago that you've gotten me into much more cartoony art, and now yeah. I see the realism stuff, and I'm like, uh. Oh, <laughs> you see that DC house yeah, style, and yeah. you're like, screw like, you, DC. Cartoony stuff. So I, I think this is like the godfather of it, you know, like almost. Um, 
And I like, you know, there seems to be, he seems to work from the inside out. I mean, like, the, the closer you get to, like, their faces, like, the, the eyes, the mouth, they're almost, they're about as most realistic as you can get. And then as we move out of the characters, they tend to soften up more. Uh, they're, like, they're things, like, their expressions are very human, they're very yeah. realistic. Uh, uh, and then as we move out, what surrounds those expressions becomes very cartoony, uh, very cartoonish. So even like Claudia, when she's mad, she looks like, you know, like she's clearly pissed off. And we have frowns and we have wrinkles and yeah. we have lines. And then as we move out from the expressions, we have much more softer lines, uh, less detail and more. Um... Do you know who she reminds me of now, now that now that we've now that we've talked about it? Um, remember uh, Tiny Toons? Yeah. 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 What's yeah, yeah. the what's the one the girl who had the pet that she always like I'm gonna love you. Oh, and yeah. You Mindy. Like yeah, Mindy. Yeah, Mindy from Animaniacs. She reminds me of yeah. is it, was it on Animaniacs? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Mindy from Animaniacs. Uh no, I swear there's one on Tiny Toons too. She there had the silver. Mindy and Buttons, and yeah. then there was Maximilian who wanted to like capture all the tunes or something like that. Max No that yeah. Oh man, now it's gonna drive me nuts. You guys talk, I'm gonna find it. It's uh I she, feel like there was. You're, I she think had, you're right. She had like the Sylvester cat. So yeah, and she strangled yeah. it all the time. That's right. Yeah, uh, girl. Because <laughs> everyone can relate to the kid that strangles a cat. You yeah, know? yeah. We all well. You had well. It's very. It's very uh, we human. All have a picture of. Picking up an animal oh, by his neck. Well, do you ever like see a puppy? And you're like, you're so cute. Like, you want to strangle it? You're like, you're yeah. so cute. I want to kill you. I bite you. <laughs> I want to bite you. were just talking. Bite. You just put that on on Facebook about yeah. how that's a normal thing. I want to fit your puppy head into my mouth. Right there. Just let it sit there. Put yeah. Your paw. And you just put your paw right yeah. there. Elmira. Elmira Duff. Yeah. She was a little bit sick. And yeah. She is. She's got a good comparison. Yeah. Except her her um, violence comes out of love. Your truth just comes out of, like, I'm angry. Straight All right. Me. Favorite panel time. All right. Uh, Gab, do you have one? Well, I talked about a few, but um, I, I really like the one where when she's talking about, um, it's I think it's second book, and she says, hug off, Larry. I wish I could just look normal for one day. And he, like, grants her wish, and she turns into a, a diabetic tumor. It's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> and she says, um, I said I wanted to look normal. I sure as Puff didn't wish for this. And he says, you've lived on a fairyland diet your whole life, which is basically sugar, sugar, and more sugar. So normal seems to be a walking type 19 <laughs> diabetic tumor. And then she, like, punches him right in the, like, little gnat face. And it's so disgusting and she looks like a giant like butt tumor <laughs> it's like a, like a cabbage patch on it's, like a swole a, cabbage a patch. garbage pail kid yes, yeah very reminiscent of that you know that 80s kind of feel of, of making something like horrid it totally fits a personality like that's like truly <laughs> yeah that's kind of like then I kind of always had this image in my head of like that's her you that's know, her, her real evilness. self yeah, yeah. You, you can't unsee that panel no, no. 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 Splash page. Uh, Travis what's yours um, I can pick any of them but uh i'm gonna go for the one where i turn it to i'm like i'm in <laughs> i'm in for this and that's the moon being uh, just uh, oh, i think it's the back the issue of the cover but just the uh like you're reading it and you're like oh i guess it's four you know it's 30 years later she's a rough girl and then uh, the short tiny little panel before it, she says oh i'm about to show you something proper and then you turn the page as the panel the moon's head just brain being blown out of its back and you're like I'm in. <laughs> and I love the fact that the moon comes back and is always in the background, just like <laughs> just mangled. Yeah, just terribly hurt. Uh, I think my favorite panel is, and I've mentioned it before, uh, the one where she's eating the mushroom cops, just because it's so, 
it's so disturbing uh where it says like and, and they're like oh we'll take care of her boss in two kittles of a jilk's breath and i have no idea what that is that, that's a great thing about this story is that scotty young can say whatever yeah. he wants and so and then it says two kittles of a jilk's breath later and she's just tearing them apart and eating them and says ha 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 look i'm eating your coppers ha 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 they're totally alive and i'm eating them all <laughs> like, it's just it's just super disturbing and then, of course, like, that's what makes her, like, trip balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> she, she eats those mushrooms and then hallucinates. And so, like, it's just, there's just all of this, like, very subversive, like, humor to it. Larry's like, I'm in for a while. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> like, like, there's just this wonderful subversive humor. To, when, we talk, when you talked earlier about how, like, this is his, you know, take on what it's like to have to sit and watch this stuff with kids – and there is this wondrous, wonderful subversiveness to, like, oh, yeah, there's all these mushroom people. But if you ate them, you'd totally trip balls. <laughs> it's it's this, this sort of, like, funny this like funny way to run with it. I, I, really, I really dug it. Uh, so, who do you give this to? That's a good question. Gab, who do you give this to? Um, Besides first, Gabby. First, would you recommend it? Would you mm-hmm. recommend it? I would recommend it, but I do think that there's like a subculture here of just like if you're just into having a good time and uh, you don't mind, you know, bright colors and you're you're kind of a Disney. Maybe like if you're an like, OK, so like Anthony Celaya, like I totally go like Anthony loves Disney. He loves all things Disney. And I mean, they they sang be our guest at his wedding when the food was coming out. I was like, <laughs> this is literally happening right now. Like somebody me. <laughs> this is happening. Um, and so I think somebody that has like a, a an adult that has kind of like a, a passion or like a love for Disney, but also understands like a dark side. So someone who likes Disney, but also really likes Swears Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like the death scenes in here are very HBO, like adult. Yeah, they love, I, you know what? I think, I think you've hit the, I think you've hit the, like the combination. Like I like Disney, but I are like Pixar movies, yeah. but I also like Game of Thrones. And so like I cried <laughs> in Toy Story 3, but I really am rooting for the dragons, you know? <laughs> Um, my favorite, right. my favorite part in here is, and I'm going to start saying, is Kitty Balls Tastic, <laughs> um, and that's when I thought Happy got a little bit like crazy too. And she, Kitty Balls Tastic, so I'm excited to use that at work and shock somebody with that. So, um, but yeah, I think somebody that uh, can kind of, but you know, like, did you like Wreck It Ralph? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, do you? Do you uh, do you watch any HBO dark you know shows you know like murder stuff and do, <laughs> do you, you like um, <laughs> or do you like uh, Quentin Tarantino movies? You know, like, true, they think this would one. probably be a good. Book I really like Kill Bill and Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's kind of a, a different world. A nice but, and a yang. Yeah. So Travis, who do you give this to? Um, I probably give this like twenty three, twenty four year old women I want to sleep with um, <laughs> to show that you're sensitive. Well, no, it's more like there's they're still like this is their parting at, present at when they've left your house and you <laughs> like you serve them breakfast. You give this to them. Ten copies. Um, I feel like at that and they're at, getting at, dusty. I feel like women at that age they're still like. They're like nostalgic. They're like, oh, remember when we? I watched Dora the Explorer and I watched Powerpuff Girls. I'm scared. So they still hold like their backpacks and they'll still have some like posters on their wall. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you like this stuff? <laughs> Here you go. Here's my memory. Like, you gotta read this. You know? And then it'll make all the Hellboys I have in my my uh, uh, living room hopefully sexier. <laughs> Once they appreciate how good comics like, can be, they're like they're gonna go back on back on Tinder and like, dude gave me com- comics. <laughs> 
don't swipe right. <laughs> I'm like, no, Scotty, what are you doing? You're killing me, Scotty. Um, but what about you? You know what? I, I think the same thing. Besides I th- your daughter, <laughs> uh, I think which now scares me. <laughs> when, when I when I when I got this, I thought it would be hilarious for Grace because this is sort of like this cutesy, but also sort of like disturbing sort of well, thing. She's just coming out of the age where. Like, the actual shows, yeah. the actual things those are based on, were, like, the most entertaining things for mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought... I thought, I thought it was odd a, parents. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> fairly odd parents. That is that is, that is perfect. Uh, but I thought, you know, that's a really good... I think she's a good... She was a great person to give it to. But I think Gabby's right. I think you find someone who has that sort of, like... They have this love of Disney, but like they... a kid-like nostalgia. Yeah. Also a little twisted. Yeah. 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 Like I think have, perfect for anybody that's our age quite honestly because we live in this world sometimes that is so cynical and you can get so dragged down within what you see and what you hear on social media and the news and this is like a fun kind of like vengeance story right mm-hmm. right and yeah so you know with a theme you know you get this idea at the end that like there's a consequence to the action when you don't oh, think yeah. it through, and yeah. you're like, "Oh shit," you yeah. know, like, and I know that we've, I, I feel like we've all been hurt at the very end of this book oh, where yeah. we've done something before we thought clearly about it, and but now. it just seems so right at the time, you know, yeah. it was just cutting so low, <laughs> and uh, and then you're just kind of stuck where you were when you started. So, um, I, I, I did like it. I did like it. I love that we have not spoiled the ending at all. Like, yeah. no one has done it. And I really okay. Here we go. But uh, <laughs> but I, I like I love how we didn't spoil the ending of it. Uh, I would say you know what we also talked about. You recommended to I know as parents. Uh, I've at least heard a million parents say as when I walk into people's houses, there's always that same like all oh, those go to heaven's playing or this is playing, and they're like <laughs> they watch this all the time. Mm-hmm. As soon as they say that, I'd be like, I got a comic book you should read. Yeah. You should read this. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think we've, we're all in agreement. It's a it's a fun book. We'd recommend it to someone. Uh, Scotty Young does beautiful stuff. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning into the Comic Exposure Podcast. Well, you're going to do some promoting? Yeah, While you promote, uh, Gabby and I will hum the Golden Girls theme. <laughs> uh, so, uh, on the podcast, this is Comic Book Summer. Uh, <laughs> we've got a handful of books we're doing. Uh, we just did I Hate Fairyland. We are doing uh, Descender and... Clap. <laughs> I, can't do, I can't do it. I can't do it while you do it. You used to be in a band. <laughs> it's hard. You, I can't talk when there's a rhythm going on. Like You know like how people do like spoken word while they're playing guitar? Like Sandler, I guys. can't do it. All this clapping. I can't have it clapping. <laughs> so, uh, Shush! We're in the middle of we're in the middle of softly. comic book. Uh, we're in the back. We're in the middle of comic book summer right now. Uh, so we started off with our live podcast of Saga. Uh, you can go back and check that out. It's on the feed. It's also on the website www.comicexposure.com. Uh, I hate Fairyland kicks off the real comic book summer. We've got Descender from Image Comics coming out. We're gonna do that. We've got All My Ghosts from Alterna Comics coming out. We're gonna do that one. Uh, we've got a Doctor Strange we're doing the new one Jason Aaron we're right, gonna do that one the theme song's almost over uh, what else what's the, what other oh we're doing Andre the Giant yeah we've got a ton of books we're banking man. some stuff so we can, we don't know quite the order yet but we're, we're banking them we're throwing them at you so follow, uh, follow our Twitter feed to know when the new one's coming up yeah, at Comic Exposure, you can follow us there. And don't forget to listen to all our podcasts. Give us a nice rating on iTunes or Google Play if that's where you get your podcast at. Uh, just search for Comic Exposure or you can go to the website, www.comicexposure.com. Thanks for tuning in. Gabby, thanks you for coming on. I forced you to do it because you're my wife, and uh, that's how we can do that. Yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next trade.